Right, we're doing take two, CSG 99. I remember to hit record this time. It's awesome. We got uh, no Ross Martin right now. He's going to be along shortly. Joined by Jeff Morton from Denver Stiffs. We're here at Jake's Food and Spirits, 38th and Walnut for Stiffs Night Out. Playing the old uh, Oklahoma City Thunder. I guess they're not that old. They're kind of new, right? <laughs> yeah, bit. it's... They're, they're a good team, so it's, okay. it doesn't matter. Here are a couple uh, different voices there. We have, uh, we're going to do a little trivia challenge. We're joined by Mike... Hello. Hi. We Hi. have Jay here as well, rocking the awesome Nuggets throwback sweater. What's up, everybody? <laughs> so once again, uh, I forgot to hit record. So I explained the rules of this game. We're going to do a little trivia challenge, going to three points. You're going to get a chance to steal if the guy gets it wrong, and we'll just keep rolling. First question is going to go to Mike. You're going to have to guess the same thing, unfortunately. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to stick with the same. <laughs> All right, who's the Nuggets' longest tenured coach? George Carl. Doug Moe, Larry Brown, Alex Hannum, or Donnie Walsh? I'm going to still say Moe. I know George Carl's been here a while, but... Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with Moe. Okay. Doug Moe, final answer? Yeah. That's correct. That is correct. Doug Moe has been here for nine and a half seasons. George Carl, eight and a half seasons. Yeah, I thought it was pretty close. Slight inside the down. You get in there. All right, Jeff, you're up, man. You can get one for Jay going. This is an easy one. Uh, oh, I thought it was. Okay. How many times have the Denver Nuggets won 50 games or more in their NBA history? <laughs> <laughs> Do I get any options? Like uh, okay. That? Yeah. A, 5, B, 6, C, 2. I'm going to say six. Is that your final answer? Yeah. You are correct. Really nice. Really nice. You know, I haven't thought about what's going to happen if we come down to a tiebreaker, but we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Yes. Guys. All right. That's what yeah. we're going to do. We're going to have to cut the half. Right <laughs> <laughs> we'll cut the we'll – uh, we're playing for a Denver Nuggets uh, maxi minor cap that we're going to cut in half if these guys happen to tie. So that should be fun. All right, Mike. Can you name the three Nuggets on this current roster that were drafted by the Nuggets? Um, what about what about trade trade drafts? Like, no, they have to be they original to be drafted. Nuggets drafted. Okay, actually drafted. Uh, Quincy Miller. That's one. Uh, Evan Fournier. That's two. Let's get a free drop. It's going to be correct. All the the other members of the roster acquired either free agency or through trades. Wow. 
kind of crazy. I don't know if you guys thought that was crazy. I did. It's pretty wild. And it's pretty nice. That was, that, was, that, was, that was actually crazy. That was actually crazy. <laughs> okay, do, I, do we have one for Jay? Okay. All right. All right. Who was the leading scorer on the Nuggets 2007-2008 team? Was it A, Allen Iverson, B, Carmelo Anthony, or C, Kenyon Martin? I'm going to say Carmelo. Is that your final answer? Yeah. I am sorry that is not right. It was Allen Iverson. That threw me, too. He asked me before the show. I had no idea that was Iverson. I, who did I guess? Mello? Yeah, you guessed Mello, too? And I think I guessed Billups, and you're like, no, Iverson. Oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. said Billups. Yeah. I got kind Fool. of jumpy, I know. <laughs> kind of jumpy. Should we give him a chance to steal that one? Yeah. I, I just blew the answer, didn't you I? You just blew so the answer, so that's all right. That's okay. No. The, 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 the question's gone. So. I've completely perfected this whole game show. As you can tell, we are very professional. All right. Mike, to win this, to get three points... Can you name where five players on the Nuggets roster attended college? Where five players attended college? Okay. Um, I know Ty Lawson went to North Carolina, Tar Heels. Yes. Uh, Kenneth Freed went to UTEP. I think. You want to go with UTEP on that one? No, no. I'm, I'm taking that back. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Um, let me think. What else do I know? Um, I know that uh, Wilson Chandler went to um, Chicago, uh, somewhere in Chicago. Somewhere in Chicago. <laughs> somewhere in Chicago. <laughs> I, I, don't feel like, I don't feel like it's. I didn't get my degree. <laughs> uh, I don't. I know it's. I know it's. Is that easy to get into? <laughs> somewhere in Chicago. I Jesus. will in. I don't know. This is tough. I'm glad I'm not the only one breaking up the tough questions today. This is a hard one. <laughs> I think I Jay's ready. Yeah, I think Jay's ready for this one. Do you know? Right, I'll try. Let's do it. I give up. All right. So Ty Lawson went to UNC. Kenneth Free went to Moorhead State. Oh, yep. Uh, Andre Miller went to Utah. Um. I think Jordan Hamilton went to Texas. He did. There's one more, right? One more. Let's see. And Kufus went to Ohio. Are we going? What's the nickname on that school? What's up? The nickname on Kufus' school? The Buckeyes. It's Ohio State. Ohio State, yeah, I guess so. Sorry, I couldn't, I couldn't get to go Ohio. <laughs> I was gonna. I was waiting for the Jeopardy ruling. Uh, can the judges accept that? Yes, they can. They do. Yes, that's five. That's five. That's five. Good job. Well done, sir. Well done. All right, we're not at it two. So this one's going back to Jay, right? This is, this yes, is it is back today. This is this right, chess wrapped cool. to But Jay's unfortunately getting all my questions, so I, <laughs> I you know, this is bad for him. But um, okay, who was the Nuggets? This is this you know, this way tricky. Who was the who were the Nuggets draft picks? Or who was the Nuggets? Let me start over. Let's start this over. Just start I, over. As you can tell, I've been drinking. <laughs> who was the Nuggets draft pick, and who did they also trade for the draft rights to in the 2002 first round of the uh, draft? Who did they trade for in the draft, and who did they draft themselves in yes. 2002? 
Do I get any options? Yeah, I'll throw some options. No, no options. I think no options. No, you want no, no options? options. No, I'm gonna steal this one. I think. I don't know. Go for it. Oh shit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was almost gonna say Chauncey. I was gonna say Chauncey. Sex, sex, sex. That's a little Super too psych. later. <laughs> Mellow was 2003. Yeah, this has been the draft right before 2002. Mello. I was gonna say Nene. Is this a? Uh, you got. You got it. I don't know. That's what I guess. Uh, Jay's out on that one. Mike, your chance to steal. Oh, God. So, uh, was drafted and traded. Yeah, there was one who was traded for, gotten first in, in the first round, and who was actually drafted by the Nuggets. There was two different players. Okay. One of them, one of them. Should I give a hint? I don't know. Your call, Jeff. One of the biggest draft busts in Nuggets history. Oh, God, I can't remember his name. You guys mention him fairly often on Denver Stuffs. <laughs> I can't remember his name. Uh, I don't know. Okay. All right. So the answers were Nene, and which you got, and uh, Nicholas Skidishvili. This year the Nuggets traded... Uh, Antonio McDice to the Knicks and got back Marcus Camby in the draft rights to Nene. Yep. Yeah, I can't even pronounce that name, so I definitely <laughs> <don't know. laughs> All right, man. All right, this will be to win it for Mike. Or, yeah, Mike, right? Yeah, mm. so we're back to him. Mike, Mike's turn to win. No, uh, Jay got two. Yeah, it's two to two. Two to two. Okay, it's over. Okay. We're going first to three. First to three. This one is for four. Mike to win. Which Denver Nuggets player once scored 73 points in a single game? Option A, Carmelo Anthony. B, David Thompson. C, Alex English. D, Kiki Vandaway. Or E, Nick Van Exel. I'm going to go with Alex English. Sorry, man. It's incorrect, sir. Jay. What were the options again? Nuggets player once scored 73 in a game. Mello, David Thompson, Alex English, Kiki Vandaway, or Nick Van Exel? I'm going to say David Thompson. You, sir, would be absolutely correct. That is right. Jay, what you did there, you won yourself a Nuggets maxi minor hat. You can go ahead and grab that. I threw a, uh, a gift receipt in the bag as well if you don't like it. Take it back to Sports Authority. Get something you do like. It's a snapback, though, so it'll fit whatever kind of head you got there. <laughs> All right, sweet, man. Thank you. And Mikey, for playing, oh. you're going to get hooked up a little something as well. We can't oh, let you go. Empty handed, so a little gift card to Jake's here. Hopefully, you can use that uh, this evening on your bill. Oh, Take I a little money off. <laughs> Thank you guys very much. Yeah, thanks for thanks, playing. Guys. Yeah, thanks, thanks, guys. Thanks for having us. Thank you guys very much. Thanks, man. We share a heart throb. Either I've had too much or not enough beer. I don't know. I just started. Okay. Does that work? Yeah. Okay. And your name? Midori. Midori? Uh-huh. M-I-D-O-R-I. And your name, sir? Sava. S-A-V-A. Sava. A couple easy names to pronounce and remember. <laughs> sure. <laughs> All right. So what we're going to do is uh, play Nuggets Trivia. We're going to go. Can you hear me in there? I need a little more volume. A little more volume? I've got the TV. Yeah, she's got the TV right there. So. Any better? Yep, better. 
Still okay? Yes. Okay. Okay. All right, so we're going to play to... That is really loud, isn't it? Still hear it? Okay. We're going to play to three. Uh, first one to get to three is going to be the winner. I'll ask one of you the questions first. and if uh, So we'll say we go with uh, Midori. If you can't get the first one right, then Salva will have a chance to steal it. And then you'll get a chance to go again if you do steal it and get it correct. If you get it wrong, you'll still go again. Man, there's a lot, of, a lot of background noise, eh? Craziness. It's that TV. <laughs> it's that big-ass TV right back <laughs> Okay, so... Majority, do you want to go first or do you want to go second? I'll go first. Okay, and then Sav will let you pick. Uh, who does she get her question from, myself or from Jeff? Nate. Okay. Okay. We'll do a goofy intro and then we'll be back. All right, we're back here on the Colorado Sports Guys podcast. We're joined now by Midori and Sava. We're going to play a little bit more trivia, this time for a Danilo Gallinari t-shirt jersey. Thanks, you guys, for playing. Thank you. Pleasure. All right, we'll get started here. Uh, Midori, your first question. Okay. It's going to be... Who has the most triple doubles for the Denver Nuggets? I'm going to give you four hints here. Either Alex English, Fat Lever, George McGinnis, or Dikembe Mutombo. Fat Lever. Fat Lever. Final answer. That is correct. Good that job. is correct. Great job. That was like no hesitation. No, either. that was just, that was that was quick. I was, was happy you gave me choices. I was answer. <laughs> yeah, Fat Lever actually has uh, he has forty six triple doubles in Nuggets history. The next closest is Matumbo with eight. Wow, not even close. Not even close. Yeah. Okay. All right, you're up, Saba. Saba. Uh, which team did the Nuggets trade with in nineteen ninety five? To acquire the draft rights to Antonio McDice. Miami. Is that your final answer? Sure. Uh, That is wrong. It would be the Los Angeles Clippers. We had a chance to steal Jeff. Not anymore, I guess. Oh, well, my God. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. I keep doing that. I, it's, just like, it's just like it's dead. That's okay. That's I didn't I know the answer. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, it's a good thing I answered. Yeah, the Nuggets actually traded what? Brent Berry for Antonio McDice? Brent Berry. The draft rights to Brent Berry for Antonio McDice. Turned out well for the Nuggets. All right, Midori, you're up once again. This one uh, kind of along the same lines. Okay. Who has the most triple doubles against the Denver Nuggets? Your choices are going to be A. Larry Bird, B. Magic Johnson, C. Michael Jordan, or D. Jason Kidd. I'll say Jason Kidd. Final answer. Yep. That is incorrect. It's not Jason Kidd. Salvi got a chance to steal this. Uh, Michael Jordan. Oh, sorry, no, <laughs> not Michael Jordan. Magic Johnson actually has uh, Magic Johnson sixteen triple doubles against Denver. Jason Kidd the second most though, six. Kind of crazy. Wow, that was my second guess. Is Magic? Yeah. It doesn't count. Really. <laughs> <laughs> second guess is always the best one. It's always the best. Let's see. All right. Seven. 
Who is the only Nuggets player to win the NBA scoring title? Is it A, Alex English, B, David Thompson, or C, Carmelo Anthony? David Thompson. Is that your final answer? Yes. That would be incorrect. Not Melo. Not Melo. Melo. Chance to steal him today. I will say it's between Alex English, David Thompson, and... Carmelo Anthony. Carmelo Anthony. It's Alex English. That is correct. Alex English. David Thompson lost to George Gervin on the last day of the season. Yes, he did. Wow. He did indeed. <laughs> that is good. This is good stuff. Trivia champion. <laughs> <laughs> we put you in a bad position here, so yeah, I know. Got to bring it. All right, this one uh, to make it three. To win this thing, here we go. I feel like, I feel like she's gonna know this. <laughs> All right, on December thirteenth, nineteen eighty-three, the Nuggets lost the highest-scoring game in NBA history, one eighty-six to one eighty-four. What team did they lose to? Detroit Pistons. That's correct. Yes, I was there. Was quick to you were there. You were there. Very good. Wow. You got to three that was, a, that was a long game, too. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Was that, was that at McNichols? Yes, it was. There were many, many people that claimed they were there, but by the end of the game, a lot of people had left. Because the attendance was only like 9,500 for the entire game, right? Yeah. Kelly Chapuka was in the game, so how long ago was that? Wow. Yeah. Kelly, Kelly Chapuka. Very long. <laughs> That's a name from the past right there, Kelly exactly. Chapuka. It is indeed. Well, Midori, you win the uh, the Gallinari T-shirt. Right. Very good. I put right. a uh, there's a gift receipt in there. I got it at Sports Authority. If it doesn't fit, whatever, okay. you can take it back. All right. Saba, we can't let you leave empty-handed, man. You're gonna get a gift card to here to Jake's. Thanks. Appreciate it. Congrats. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks you guys for playing. Thank you. Thanks. Appreciate it. What's up, everybody out there on the good old interwebs? And in here at uh, Jake's Food and Spirits on 38th fine, and Walnut. Fine food and spirits. Fine establishment. Not yeah. just fine. food, fine food. <laughs> fine food. We're doing Lock uh, your car. Yeah, it's <laughs> We're locking two-to-one drinks down here this evening uh, for the Nuggets at the Oklahoma City Thunder. Yes. Stiff's night out, as well as Colorado Sports Guys here podcasting. Happy birthday, Nate. And my birthday as well, and uh, Andre Miller's 37th birthday. George will play him more now that he's older. And you're at least, what, 22 now? Close to 22. Very close to 22 years old. (laughs) That's perfect. But uh, we're joined here, as usual, Ross Martin sitting to my right. Good morning. Good evening. Good afternoon. we got Jeff Morton from Denver Stiffs in the house. Hello, all. Joining us special from the South Stands. Podcast, South Stands fan cast. It's Colin a fan cast. Now, I think this is our, between John and I, this is our first appearance with the Colorado Sports Guys. Yeah. So I'm honored. I'm thrilled to be here. Thank you, gentlemen. Great Nuggets game on the TV. Just down by two. Ooh. No spoilers. Wait, it's not a movie. It's not a movie. <laughs> <laughs> We're looking at 40. Welcome, Colin. Good to have you here, good man. Good to have you, Colin. Yeah, good to have Thank you. Thank you for 
being kind enough to come on and come to Den- Stiff's Night Out. <laughs> yeah, we've got a 44-42 to 42 Nuggets game going on. Denver trying to win their 13th in a row, which would be an NBA record. Their ABA record is 15 in a row. Yeah, 15 in a row. So if they could win tonight, they could actually probably get that. they got the 76ers and the Kings at home. Yes. It's, just, it's been so Easy. much fun lately. Yes, it has. It's been great. It's been awesome. I was wondering, too, is, is Ty Lawson playing better because of the grief he was getting today on Twitter? I think so. Colin, you wrote about that today, about <laughs> it's awesome. Ty being called it's out awesome for perhaps stuff. being a, a little bit of a hangover instead of the uh, flu-like symptoms they said he had at the game last night. Yeah, there's nothing like seeing a, a regular old Joe or Jane, in this case, use Twitter to actually elicit a response from a professional athlete, from a multimillionaire who's certainly got better things to do than talk to her. But somehow she manages to extract these responses, called her a Fairweather fan, uh, said... Uh, that we've been t- guys on the team have been talking about you because you talk shite. Yes, <laughs> this is so, a Twitter so now, follower. So now she she now she benefits from knowing that the Nuggets are talking about her <laughs> in the locker room. You're not exactly dissuading her behavior or similar behavior on the part of other this, women, but I digress. So she's got a nice profile pic. I'm guessing. She's a, no, she's a regular old middle-aged gal. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Openly married with kids, ordinary middle-aged, heavy set. And you'll gal. notice whenever whenever she gets into it with a nugget, her husband suddenly appears ready and willing to uh, back her up, and then she usually gets mad. It's Brooke Kale that we're talking about. I interact with her on Twitter quite frequently. I know Jeff does. Yes. Yeah, and she's funny. And now we're giving her airtime on the podcast. <laughs> she's, yeah. a, she's diabolical. She's diabolical. <laughs> she's That's so, how she has it set up. It's, it's kind <laughs> of funny, though. Like, As a fan, though, why would you try to smack talk your own team? Is it kind of like, hey, we're a family and we can fight amongst friends? No, no. People just are naturally uh, just malcontents. And that is their disposition in life. And the only joy they find is bringing that type of thing upon themselves and spreading it around. Yeah. She has psychological disorders. Oh, Whoever this is. Myself included. I think most <laughs> most heavy users of Twitter have psychological d- disorders, <laughs> if not deficiencies of some kind. So, you got Feinstein pointing at Colin. Here, it's so not, an, it's not an illness. It's not a handicap. It's a disorder. It's a disorder. <laughs> it, it actually, clinically, it's an addiction like any other addiction. It's no different than alcoholism or gambling. But we'll talk about that on your psychology podcast <laughs> <Yes>. some <laughs> other time. Yeah, we could do that for sure. Ross, you got a little bit of uh, some headlines let's, let's for Let's go into headlines eh? here because... We, we uh, really do need music for this. But uh, we'll, we'll have to work that out. You want sure. some headlines? On the music. You got some headlines right here? You want hey guys, some headlines? Real quick but picture. but per, there's the Feinstein, stiff and big stiff himself, <laughs> taking pictures of everybody. <laughs> Big stiff, the six foot six stiff. <laughs> the six foot six. So the first uh, item I have here is not necessarily a, uh, a headline, but it was this was a post on the Denver, or this was a poll on the Denver Post. This has struck me as absurd and funny as I find most of headlines do. Uh, Denver Post poll: Should Carmelo Anthony someday have his number fifteen jersey retired by the Nuggets to hang in the rafters? <laughs> This is <laughs> well. Yeah, Eric Goodman wrote this for Mile High Sports. Oh, that would happen. I'm serious. <laughs> this was he said, hang, "Hanging from the rafters." Isn't that what it retiring? I'll, I'll say this: If he comes back, wins a championship here, yeah, yeah, five, yeah. absolutely. Put him right next to Ray Bork's number seventy-seven. Yeah, you can't retire a player's jersey that 
wanted out of town that said well, he couldn't win here and hey, went somewhere well, else. You know what? A, a few weeks the ago, the Denver Nuggets did some sort of three-minute video tribute for Nene at a home game here. That's kind of the similar type item. Why are we doing tributes to Nene? Um, as he came back uh, as a visiting player. But now Carmelo Anthony, the discussion apparently on the Denver Post is, I mean, it was a yes or no question. Because they shipped Nene the hell out of town. Yeah, that's true. And they Carmelo Anthony played us all for fools. That's why. <laughs> At any fools! rate, I think it's kind of ridiculous. I bought Reverted. the shoes, for God's sakes, Ross. I bought his shoes. <laughs> well, one day we can retire Costa Kufus' jersey and we'll all be happy. That's true. We're having the Costa Kufus retirement series. Do we cuss on this thing? You can do whatever you want. Yeah, man. Whatever, man. Do whatever you want. All right. Well, we'll keep it clean unless it's no, no, absolutely no, no. necessary. Do, you know no, what? You know, we're about internet here. You know, it's, it's the internet. The internet. It's a, Ross always says that. <laughs> With regard to last <laughs> night's Nuggets game, I want to read to you a series of headlines. Okay, uh, headlines. Uh, Nuggets game. Nuggets beat Bulls in overtime. Iguodala's three lifts Denver over Chicago. That was from the Huffington Post. Very good. Uh, <laughs> Straightforward, I would say. Yeah, yeah. Right, keep listening. Nuggets beat Bulls in overtime, right? That's uh, Fox Sports. Nuggets win 12 straight. That's the Boston Globe. Nuggets extend win streak to record-tying 12 with wild win at Chicago. That's the Canyon City Daily Record. <laughs> Virtually all of these Nuggets headlines, as you look to them, are with, start with Nuggets. Nuggets. Nuggets win. Nuggets beat. Nuggets beat. Until you get to this. Bulls upset, confused by officiating. <laughs> thank Your you, Denver Post. Thank you, ESPN, of course. ESPN. <laughs> um, way to paint the picture of the game, absolutely. And and you know what? They were also had the had the very nice one here. Okay. After uh, ESPN had that very insightful headline, they also said, in further reaction to the overtime victory by our hometown Nuggets, ESPN had this to say: Officially, Bulls have bigger issues. As a headline and the article recapping the Nuggets win, I understand that ESPN has some sort of spell checker that won't allow them to use Nuggets in the headlines, but uh, come on now. Was this even ESPN Chicago this or was just, just straight ESPN.com? ESPN. Well, I don't know. I didn't read it, Tim. Yeah, I, I, of course. <laughs> Why would you read it? It's, Ross it's called, read things, it's called so a self-fulfilling like... prophecy, right? You know. <laughs> but uh, And then finally, the award for punny, funny Nuggets headline of the week. This goes to Denver Post for a piece by Benjamin Hockman that had this headline. This is brilliant, guys. Points in the paint in art for the Denver Nuggets. It almost brought a tear to my eye. Oh, that's that's points that's in the paint and art in art. Very good. That is beautiful. Goes with your glasses. Get it right in yeah. art and the paint. See, see what he tried oh! to do there. <laughs> oh, art Those and paint. Punny Denver paint? posters. Paint and art. And I always wonder, and I've mentioned this before, do the people who write the articles get to write the headlines? No, they don't. The and, and they don't. They do not. They have headline writers, and Mark Kisla is often at odds with his. Um, in fact, last week, it was either last week or the week before, on Twitter he was he was berating his headline writer That's usually and attaching does, right? it to at Denver Post so that he knew <laughs> the people at the Denver Post were getting it. And essentially, I, and I can't remember exactly what the uh, the situation was that he was writing about, yeah. but what Kisla basically said was misstated by the headline. And so often his headline writers go straight for the jugular. They take the most controversial sex piece of content out 
and they and they whittle it down and they make it as attention grabbing as possible. And that happens at Kisla's peril often because we don't read the articles, right? That's what because happens. Because it's about page views, it's about clicks. But we, you, but you see cares. that headline. You see that headline as a fellow critic, as a fellow member of the sub media, and you aren't necessarily going to click on and go there because maybe you don't want that negativity imperiling your day. And so maybe you don't go there. Maybe all you know is what the headline writer had to say, which doesn't necessarily uh, sum up what Mark Kisler had to say. Now, let me say this, though, real quick. We all know Ben Hockman. I feel like he might have fought for this headline. Yes, I agree. I agree. screams of Hockman wit. (laughs) Subtle puns. Now, here's another question, though. Did that go in the print edition? Or was it like a lunch special or one of their many blog posts in a day? I have absolutely no idea. <laughs> I didn't even know there was a print edition. And actually, that's not true. I did. But I, I'm assuming this was from his blog, Nuggets Inc., right? In that case, Nuggets I think Inc. he does his own headline. Yes. And it's why it's so great. Well, that's kind of one thing I've kind of enjoyed doing now in Denver Stiffs is trying to create headlines that people would disagree with automatically on Twitter. Because I, like, if you say something like, Something outrageous, you know, that's not true. Try to mi- I try to mislead people with my headline so that when they respond on Twitter, like, you don't know what you're talking about. It's like, well, if you read the article, you actually, so I can and tell who reads it. Every single comment section on every blog, newspaper, or whatever, there will inevitably be a commenter at the bottom who asks a question where it, that was answered in the first or second paragraph of the piece. It's true. It's <laughs> yes. called TLDR. Too long, Did didn't read. read. Yes. And I know this is Denver Stiff's night out. And I know it's a Nuggets event, but I would be remiss if I didn't bring up a little Nugget or Broncos-related headline, okay? Robert Kraft, Patriots offered Wes Welker a better deal. Well, this is the man. This is the man who made the white shirt with the or the blue shirt with the white collar, the two tone, the look, the look of the modern day billionaire. Yes. Yeah. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a horrible look. If you, if you sport that shit and you're only a thousandaire, everybody's going to see right through it. I agree with That's you. True. And here's my question Who's now. Who's the other guy? Who's the office space guy that wore that? Bill Lumberg? Lumberg. Bill Lumberg fucked Yeah, Lumberg. Yeah, Lumberg. Yeah. Yeah. Now, in the opinion of, of this podcaster, I doubt that Robert Kraft was able to provide a better offer to Wes Welker than the Broncos were. And maybe Mr. Mac and Cheese did offer bigger money, but I seriously doubt that that bigger money was able to outweigh the whole hell of a lot of insufferable, dreary, depressing douchebaggery that is Boston and the rest of New England. He also could have offered him Peyton Manning, Demarius Thomas, and Eric Decker, who are three guys surely to attract the attention of a number, a number of all pro cornerbacks and safeties, leaving Wes Whitey Welker wide freaking open. Wes Welker's <laughs> going to have a great, great season. He's going to finish his career as a Bronco, and I believe there's going to be some Super Bowl victories in there. And whether or not Robert Kraft actually did offer maybe $12.5 million or, or, or $13 million over the same period of time, I don't think that made a difference because Wes Welker what came here. He loves Aspen, right? He's an Aspen guy. Loves him. Right? Uh, he loves Peyton Manning. As everybody, everybody should. Yeah. yeah. John Elway. How are you going to say no to John Elway? He's a wheeler have. dealer. I've Here's the thing, though. Here's a wheeler dealer. Here's the thing with Welker is that they fucked with him. They fucked with him and they kind of meh, kind of poked at him for a couple of years. Um, you know, they franchised him. Yeah. They dicked around. They didn't make him a, concre- a concrete offer for a long time. Yeah. They forced him into f- a free agent situation. 
he resented the very fact that it ever got to that. Yeah. Tom Brady is his best friend. His absolute best friend. So you say he likes Peyton Manning? He fucking loves Tom Brady. That's his man. That's his boy. And Brady's not happy about his leaving. They fucked up by dicking around with him. Does and that's the Kraft- p- but here's the thing. The Patriots' way will end up working out for them in the end again, just like it always does. Yes, the Broncos will benefit from having Wes Welker. In the meantime, Danny Amendola, the fantastic Danny Amendola, is now a New England Patriot. They got him for five years. They got him even longer. So Danny Amendola is going to make all the difference for that team now, and they'll just keep on getting better, and that's what they do. When, when Bill Belichick gets the sense that a player is reaching that final stage of their career, he has never had any qualms about letting them move on. Well, what about and Tom it's no Brady? different now. He's got to be getting that sense about Tom Brady. As anybody... no, more so than t- no more so than Peyton Manning and his four <laughs> neck surgeries. I think they'll be all right. <laughs> well, I like it. Now, my, here's my question. Did Robert Kraft actually offer a better contract, or is he just saying that to get the fans back in New England on his side? Oh, so, they did. Uh, I, I, I heard the details on Mike Florio's podcast today. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they, they get, it was like a million dollars more a year for two years. Ain't but th- they had already signed Danny Amendola at the time they gave him the offer. See, now I heard that he didn't sign until after. I mean, that's, that's he what signed happened. On, oh, Amendola it, it, signed the two. That was... It, it came out later. Amendola had signed in principle on Tuesday afternoon, and Welker did know about that signing when he made his decision as to where so to go. So that would have been, what, three days before the deadline, which is a great segue into we all saw D- Doomergate or whatever Ugh, the fuck. Doomergate, yeah. yes. <laughs> so stupid. Faxgate, yes. Faxgate. Have you ever seen a topic... Pounded into the ground so mercifully on talk radio. <laughs> no. I don't know. I don't listen to talk radio. I listen to podcasts. Oh. <laughs> well, it's well than, then pound away. Ron. Well, it's not like we can talk about the Denver Nuggets who are having a lackluster season with only twelve wins in a row, <laughs> tying an NBA record. Hey, what else are we going to talk about here? <laughs> don't want to talk about them. But, you know, we, we, we brought up something, or Jeff brought up something interesting. Jeff, talk about that point about the Broncos and the Nuggets and their little, little recent history. Well, you know, I was people always say, prove it to me with the Nuggets. Prove it to me, prove it to me, prove it to me. Well, it, was, it occurred to me that in the last 15 years since the Broncos won their last Super Bowl, well, 14, that the Nuggets' playoff record, if you look at it, is almost identical both have won. The Nuggets have won two playoff series. The Broncos have won two playoff games. Since when? Since the Broncos last won their Super Bowl. That is crazy. And yet the Nuggets are um, proven to me. I think you just you just countered your own argument with the phrase "won the Super Bowl." <laughs> yeah, but no, no, no. Since they won the Super Bowl. See, right. that's the since thing. they since won the, the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, See but, what I'm saying? Yeah, but that, that's the thing. But there's not a single player that left dream, on that, that team. team that won like, the Super Bowl does not exist. If you were saying, if you were saying, since years. the Nuggets last won a World Championship, that would be a whole another ball of wax right there, man. That changes shit. You think Chicago Bulls fans don't look more favorably on their current team, despite what the Nuggets did to them last night? I, I listened to uh, what, than they would have what, if it weren't for the Jordan era. I listened to what the Chicago Bulls fans had to say last night. And you would think they had never won anything in the history of being a Chicago Bull. 
They think they are the most put-upon organization ever. It's been a long time. <laughs> it's been a long time, Jeff. All those fans were, not, were like, born in 1996, and they're all LeBron James fans. <laughs> they're not even fans of Bulls, of Michael Jordan and the Bulls. They're, nobody remembers this. That is true. Are you trying to order a beer? <laughs> no, my buddy just came in. Oh, okay. Just waving if, you see the, if you see our wonderful, attentive waitress. <laughs> her name is Jake. <laughs> this is her place. She's there right behind you. But you know, that, that is the deal with the Nuggets. I mean, they're never going to get any kind of respect from you know the national media, local media, until they do more than just win a playoff series. Well, but the bigger story and what and what Jeff brings up, I think, is it's not a matter of uh, of whether the Nuggets will ever get respect from the national media. It's whether the Nuggets can eclipse. The Broncos, whose season ended in January, yes. while they're in the midst of a 12-game win streak. Who, which of the two teams received all the coverage in the media last that week? It was the correct. fucking Denver Broncos. And that is insane, right? I mean, it is insane. Everything about this city right, revolves around the Broncos, and I love it. You know, I'm the first one to admit it. Yeah. But, Colin, you make a great point. 12-game winning streak. And not only just a 12-game winning streak, but this is following a couple months of guys like Ty Lawson playing like freaking all-stars. Right? Yeah. So, you no, know, that's absolutely true. Gallinari had his little month streak or whatever it was. Ty Lawson had his nice little streak he had going, and now it's looking like maybe Wilson Chandler's doing a little bit. But. <laughs> Dude, Javale just, just murdered Kevin Durant. Oh, my God. Did they call a foul they on that? They called a foul on that? They did, and it was so clean. Oh, it was awesome. Oh, I was, I was uh, watching the replay of uh, JaVale McGee's yeah, inexplainable uh, dunk, throw dunk, and I was talking to Russ Scott from uh, the Denver Stiffs boards, and he called it a thrunk. That's a thrunk. A thrunk. Yeah, that's what, that's I love that. Calls it, that was the most insane shot I've ever seen. Zero percent margin for error last Oh, crap. I'm so high above the rim. I'm four inches too high above it. (laughs) That was incredible. That was was fantastic. It was great. Oh, damn. (laughs) What is up? You get the real fan experience. Miller to Iguodala lobs. Fun shit. You knew that was only a matter of time. Speaking of lobs, James from 5280 sitting over there. We gotta get on this lob country thing. This is my new thing, man. It's the lob city. This is lob D- Denver's lob country. Lob country. Yeah, I can goes get with by Broncos that. country. Yeah, I can get lob by country. That. Tied Although together, once again, man. it's a Broncos related. But see, thing. then the Broncos <laughs> coverage benefits them. Oh, God, I can't believe we had an appearance of Pete Prisco like five minutes ago. You guys remember when Pete Prisco just showed up, started talking about Danny Amendola? That was crazy. He just yeah. came in. Fifty-two eighty hoop show. All right, man, we're Hoop back. Show. I called it a podcast. Sue me. We're flowing. I think I, I, think I kicked the old, uh, stepped on the old power cord there. Got us a little, got us a little out of Is it recording right sorts. now? Yeah, we're back. Oh, we're back. We're back. It is a raucous crowd tonight at Jake's Fine Food and Spirits. Well, it is. At the end of the first this half. This has been quite an Dude, the Nuggets are playing some dizzy. What first, is up? First half is over 66-65. Oh, my God. Is there going to be Thunder. a DJ playing music right now? He yep. might be doing something. <laughs> wicka, 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 wicka. He may be going for it. He might be going for it. Put your hands in the air, everybody. 66-65 at halftime. This is great. 
Yeah, okay. this is a good time, man. You know, this but, season's been a good time. But before we got cut off, you know, we were talking about this. Just to bring you mean before up. I was circumcised? Yes, before before, before uh, Colin was circumcised. Uh, we you know, were talking it, about this, and I, I. This is one of those. This is one of those situations where we were watching a great, competitive, exciting Nuggets game, and you uh, pointed out to me about not Who? enjoying. Uh, sorry, Good pointing. Stay sorry, <laughs> Colin, Colin, Colin Daniels pointed out to me that it, 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 with the Nuggets, you just can't enjoy what they're doing and it's always this pressure of well yeah but they need to win a playoff series you know there's like yeah yeah but always all yeah. it's a condition of the nba fan and it, it's yeah. not just true for the denver nuggets but it's i think it's i think it's magnified here uh because they've had so little success in the postseason yeah we're conditioned not to enjoy the regular season and i'm trying to overcome that as a fan because I'm so frustrated with the notion of what's going to happen. Yeah. I'm beginning to realize I just need to watch games and enjoy what's happening and let it come to me. If if they're in a second round series, that's going to be awesome because it means I get to watch more basketball. Yeah. If they make it to the Western Conference uh, championships, that's even better because I'll get to watch even more basketball. Oh, yeah, but beyond absolutely. that, I don't see the reason to think ahead anymore because it only causes you to have apprehension and anxiety absolutely. that you don't need to walk through life as a fan with. Yeah, There's awesome stuff happening right now! Right now! This is an old uh, fable, right? A Buddhist fable. This is the man being chased through the woods by a tiger. And then he falls off of a cliff and grasps onto some some thorny vines. And then below him, there's a tiger waiting to eat him as he falls. And then above him, there's a tiger waiting to eat him if he climbs above. And down below, where he's holding onto these these uh, wow. these these roots, is a thorn that pricks his thumb, and that's blood. And that is the life that you live. Don't worry about what's behind you. Don't worry about what's in front of you. Yeah, don't worry about and what's behind you. Is that you, what man. we're doing here? So this, <laughs> this podcast is devolving into an Alcoholics Anonymous yeah. game. Well, you see, Before uh, my very yeah, eyes. But that's kind of this something is a that, very important part. Yeah. It's about living in the moment. Yeah, sure yeah but that's, that's, that's exactly, what like. Yeah, but that's exactly what the organization wants fans to do. They want you to be happy with living right now and watching this good team. They don't want you to be pissed off if they lose in the first round. They don't want you to be pissed off if they don't win a title. So they that's bad you, for business. They want you to just be happy with a 12 freaking game winning streak. Be happy that's with how good they're they now. Be content as a fan with how they do in the playoffs. No matter what they do, at least you got there. That's what they want you to do. I hear you. I hear and you. Then, well, yeah. And then just hope that David Stern has a brain aneurysm so that maybe next year the NBA won't fucking suck so bad. <laughs> Colin Daniels. Like, you know. And David Stern's time's running out. He'll be out after the season anyway. So he's, he's yeah, done. Next year, yeah. Adam Adam Silver, Adam though, Silver. he's a clone, so he'll be right That's back. what Tim Donaghy told us. Adam said. Silver. Business as usual. Okay, hold on. Business as usual. No doubt about it. <laughs> All right, this is not good. Hold on. Oh, wait, that's Andrew. All right, right, let's take a break. <laughs> That OKC fan at the bar, I was like, does Sam Presti come to your guys' events in Oklahoma City? He's like, oh, I, I don't know. I was like, oh, Masai Ujiri, Nuggets GM, comes to ours. So. 
Yep. Boom. <laughs> right in your face, bitch. Suck it, OKC. Suck well, Masai, it, Masai walked in, looked around for Kizla, didn't find him, and just split. <laughs> He, he's got he's got he's got something he'd like to say to Mark. <laughs> yeah, that that uh, two dollar fifty cent uh, GM offer. I bought it to you a beer, but it's been a half an hour ago, so you, you I don't know if it's fresh anymore. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Are we recording? Is it? It's still fresh. Eighty-three seventy-four. Your Denver, eighty-five seventy-four. Eleven-point lead on Oklahoma City. This is insane, man. Three twenty-eight left in the third. Yeah, got to be one of the best games of the season. And I forgot to record it at home. I'm gonna have to catch the rebroadcast because I'm gonna have to watch this. I've seen like five minutes. Yeah, it's your birthday, Timmons. It's your birthday, buddy. That is one thing about Stiff's Night Out is there's so many fascinating people to talk to. So many. So many knowledgeable Nuggets fans that come to these things, and this is the only time they all get together. Yeah. So it's talk, 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 talk. Next thing you know, next thing you know, it's eighty-five seventy-four with two fifty-six left in the third <laughs> at Oklahoma City. It's like now, the Underground Railroad of Nuggets. Yeah! Why in the fuck does Oklahoma City play in the Chesapeake? Bay Energy Arena. <laughs> Can anybody answer that for me? Is it the fourth? Is there a bay anywhere near Oklahoma fucking city? I don't think there is. I, I haven't measured it. I don't they think do, so. They do have a fake. They do have a fake river. <laughs> Man-made river. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Fake river and meth. All right. Oh, it's raucous. It's too raucous. This is the most explosiveness Oklahoma City seen in years. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, uh, the Oklahoma right. City loud noises. Okay. Do you guys expect the Nuggets to win this game? <laughs> it's looking that way, dude. <laughs> Listen, people are seeing this. I mean, people are going to be listening to this right, thinking, guys, what the hell's going on? Okay, we keep going. Dude, I was talking to my buddy who's in the... In the who's at, in news over at Fox 31 today, and, and he said, "Give me, give me OKC in the points. Whatever the spread is, I'll take it. Denver's going to get thumped. They're going to lose by 20." I kept saying that too. <laughs> I mean, all you have to do, though, I mean, in these second to back to backs, is you just have to hang in in the first. You know. Here's the thing, though, Nate, and I was thinking about this on the drive over. These guys train at altitude. They're just like Olympic athletes who train at the Olympic Training Center. Right. So this back-to-back thing that we always talk about may be becoming less of a factor than it might otherwise be because they practice at altitude. You know Steve Hess works them like like sons of guns. Yeah. And when they go into the Midwest on a two-night trip, first of all, they've got depth. So they're able to rotate players in, rotate players out, more than a typical NBA team. And on top of that, they have the advantage of training at altitude. So I don't think these backs-to-back should be as crucial a thing as they are. And they're 24 years old. They're 24-year-old professional athletes. No, I've never bought like, it. They're they young play, like Nate they Timmons. Play six months of the year. <laughs> I, have no, I have no sympathy for the back-to-back <laughs> argument. I'm with you. I'm with you. But I'm saying I don't care. They're 24, 25 year old dudes yeah, but or younger. Think about yeah. the energy. all they have to do is play basketball. I've never bought it. Think about the energy that they expend just getting it on all the time with their I, huge horse cock. <laughs> well, I was kind of thinking too. <laughs> <laughs> Easy, Jeff. 
Easy, Jeff. <laughs> oh, okay. You got me hot for a second. Uh, I was wondering Sorry. with these players as well. Like, I think it'd be an interesting thing to do, like to weigh them before the game and then to weigh them after the game and see how much water weight these guys oh lose during the six game. Six pounds, four to six pounds. Yeah, you'd think you'd have to do something like that. that with all that, I mean, it's like tennis players lose quite a bit of water weight when they play because it's back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Short bursts is how you lose more weight. That's why they tell you when you know if you're going to do a cardiovascular kind of exercise, tennis is the one to play. The second one. Well, no, no. Basketball's ten times harder. The than second tennis. one is basketball. I'm sure. The second one is. I'm basketball. sure there's nothing or harder than basketball. You rest or more getting in basketball. it on. Getting it on is really hard, especially you get after ab you workout. turn forty. <laughs> yeah, you gotta need. You gotta have a little blue pills to help you out in all sorts of so stuff. Imagine you're Jr. Smith. You play basketball at least once every three days, and uh, in the re- meantime, you're humping like a rabbit. That's a lot of work. It's a lot of excess energy expended. Cardio, that's absolutely. It. That's 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 the. That's the and now, now take that to extrapolate it to my point that I made earlier. These guys hump at altitude. So uh, <laughs> back to back, front to back, it doesn't matter. They're going to get it done. They're good to go. That is true. That's a good point. The altitude is an advantage to these guys. It is. Yeah, you're clearly right. I mean, they go to Oklahoma City, they play. It's got to help them out. Well, they got to dodge, like, tornadoes and, and whatnot. I don't know what's going on down in Oklahoma City. There's a lot City. of trailers down there, so that's why there's they get so trailers. There's there. some trailers. But, uh, again, the back the back thing. People are talking about the back-to-back is how they, they went to play Chicago last night. Again, overtime game. I'm not sure that makes a big difference. But then back-to-back, some, some people have made some comments about losing an hour. Is, is, is Chicago really a different hour than... Oklahoma City. Oh, I feel no. so badly time, for them right? having to hang out. <laughs> no, they're both central. Time. I think they're both hotels. central time. I heard somebody say they lost an hour. No, they're both like, central. No, they, they yeah. didn't lose an hour. They, and by yeah. the way, they should not need any extra motivation to get up for this game. But they're going to lose eventually, right? But maybe not tonight. Maybe, maybe not, not tonight, tonight, man. Yeah. Maybe not ever again. <laughs> maybe never. <Yeah! laughs> Was that a thrunk or a dunk? It was an actual dunk this time. It was an actual dunk. Now, Colin, I was following Colin on Twitter when I was watching this, the Nuggets game last night. It was Wait, Colin's on Twitter? Colin Every now and then. Get out of here. Colin, what is your Twitter handle? SouthStands303. SouthStands303. Anybody who listens to this show knows who Colin is. Absolutely. Or and unless they've blocked me already. <laughs> that is true. And it's... It, Following, I, I suggest everyone follow Colin. He's a kick to follow, but it's. Oh, it's, thank uh, you. Yes, I like. He he he, uh, he he hates on people in the Denver media just to bring them into his grasp. Oh yeah, and, it works uh, too. It's, it works. And you it had works. a story. Oh! You had a story for us about Tom yeah, Nalen coming yeah, out. Tom Nalen is is joining us on Friday night, and you know this is a Nuggets fan show, so I should point out. That Tom Nalen is a former Bronco, played most of the Elway era at center. I mean, Tom um, Nalen should be a, he's going to be a Hall of Famer. He, he is, should be a first be ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah. He should, he's amazing. He, yeah, he's headed to the Hall of Fame, and he's also a radio personality. One day, I over he's now coupled with Les Shapiro at 1023 ESPN. Yeah. And one day I heard him saying the most sexist shit like I've ever heard in my life about how uh, NFL wives, this was in response to what Anna Burns Welker said on her Facebook page, and 
he said that these NFL wives should not be given any mean, means by which to express their opinion. Agree. And, uh, and uh, he went on to say that uh, that the reality show he wants to see is where the wife of one of one uh, football player gets celebrity wife swap to live with another player and has to clean yes. his toilet after he uses it. <laughs> And he was saying all this on air, and so I rushed home, and I had I had stopped. I pulled over to the side of the road. I wrote some of it down, and then I rushed home, and I wrote a post about it. Well, it was fairly early on in Tom's uh, experience on that show, which is just a few months now. Just a couple, yeah, a few yeah, months old. Something. So my post, when you Google Tom Nalen Radio, my headline was Tom Nalen Sexist Diatribe Was Shocking. <laughs> so his wife Googles Tom Nalen Radio. What does his wife find? So she clicks on it, reads this article about wives cleaning other players' toilets. And uh, as I, so I had Chris Bianchi on, who's a producer at that station. Right. And he said, Nalen wants to kill you. <laughs> and I'm like, why? He said, because you made his wife mad at him. And I was like, oh, shit. I, uh, well, he did say those things. And. I do cover Denver Sports Radio a lot on the blog at SouthStandsDenver.com, so um, I'm just going to have to confront this situation. Well, I wrote then a very favorable review of the show, and an honest one. I like the show. And um, that settled it right there. He was like, all right, we're going to talk this out in person. And I said, if we're going to talk it out in person, let's talk it out on the blog. Let's do it in public place. Uh, with microphones, Sixteenth Street Mall, with a broomstick at, at two p.m. <laughs> with a lot of people around. Here's an interesting thing about Tom Nalen, though. He dropped almost seventy pounds after he retired, and he wasn't very big to begin with. He wasn't very big in an NFL sense, but right. he was imposing looking. Yeah, kind of looked like a serial killer as a professional football player. <laughs> um, but now he he, he kind of looks like a kind of a very. In shape, ordinary like in, average in, guy. Not salesman. unlike our own Nate Timmons. <laughs> Love all these compliments. I should have birthdays more often. Happy birthday, Nate Timmons. <laughs> you will have one every year, I every promise. Year. All right, I can do that. For sure. Dude, this might be the year, buddy. This might be the year. But no, Tom Nalen on this fan cast is a great, great show. I'm sure it's going to be awesome. I, I, I've, you know, uh, I've enjoyed listening to the South Stands podcast. And, and I want to take this moment while there's a commercial going on to mention that the South Stands Denver Fancast is like the like the the shoulders upon which we stand as as podcasters yeah. here. In oh Denver. bullshit! You didn't even know we were out there when you started. <laughs> that, that, well, so these things happen. <laughs> I, I'm glad you pointed that out. That that you know you've mentioned many times you've never listened to the podcast, but apparently you have. <laughs> I have. I admit it. I've listened to your show. But 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 seriously though, I listened to that after we started. That's true. I listened to the South Stands and I said, oh. If I had known, though, that you guys were doing it, I probably wouldn't have gotten so excited about doing our own podcast. But now that I think that now that we did do it, I think that both of our podcasts have gotten better. And I don't know if it's because of competition or not, oh, whether or not no, that's real. It, but look, now there's it, somebody else to look at and say, you know what? They're keeping doing it. We're going to keep doing it. Yeah. A rising tide uh, raises all boats, right? Isn't that mm-hmm. the uh, yeah. the uh, cliche? Yeah. So yeah. I think that the more quality Denver sports coverage we have in town, the better. And really, our competition is not each other. Absolutely it's not. It's these Jumps on Denver Sports Radio, <laughs> like Brandon Spano. 
who absolutely hates all the negative, terrible, stat-driven sports talk in this miserable little town. <laughs> Look how passionate you are about the sports talk. Oh, a, he did a perfect impression of uh, Brandon Spano there, actually. That's a, the, the key to doing Brandon Spano is don't say the word brother, because if you say brother, it becomes Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Over instantaneously. Brother. Yeah. Wasn't it Lou from Littleton that used to say brother all the time? Oh, cousin, he, does, cousin. he calls you cuz. Cuz. It was cuz. Lou from Littleton right, is my cuz. He'll cousin. always be my cuz. You know, people talk shit about Lou from Littleton because he's Who? also Tom Manugian and he owns a radio station. Who two. says Lou talks shit? Oh, a lot of people talk shit about him. What? I love Lou from Littleton. I have, I've, I've never met him, him, but I've always he's loved very, him. I've always loved him. He's a very, very nice man. Yes. And when you and when you hear him raising money for the needy at the holidays, he does it relentlessly and with with at his own at his own cost and expense and time. He's one of the what pioneers of being transferring from caller to host. That's yeah, true. That right? was bullshit. That no? was bullshit. Oh, it was. He worked in the sales department at KOA the entire time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's bullshit. <laughs> Yes. You can't stop the Denver Nuggets. I bet he's a good You can only hope to contain them. Sorry. So it's the fourth quarter now. It is. This is a great game. I'm almost thinking we should maybe watch and this fourth quarter. Well, let's yeah. wrap let's it up. Let's watch the fourth hey, quarter. We'll yeah. wrap it up. Absolutely. Well, let's, let's wrap it a, up. Let's give a shout, Colin. Thanks for joining us. Colin, thank you. Give us a little Give us a little shout about the South Stands, what you guys all have right, coming man. up, I, and all that good I, stuff. I, I hope all of the listeners of the Colorado Sports Guys are familiar with us, but if you're not, SouthStandsDenver.com is your Denver home for great sports writing, great blogging, as some people want to insist on continuing to call it. And we podcast once a week. It's the South Stands Denver Fancast, available on iTunes or at SouthStandsDenver.com. Colorado's finest internet sports talk since 1971. <laughs> not just a not just a podcast, not just a fan cast, but a blog. <laughs> and it's great. <laughs> One last thing. One Jeff last Morton thing. does some writing for it. Jeff Morton does some writing. I do. I do. We are no longer blogs. I can't, I'm tired of the term. We have sports websites for which we write as writers. Yeah. And that is all. Yeah. That is good. You guys get that? Colin. Colin. You're the man. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for joining us, Colin. And Colin has, you know, of course, his co-host, John Reedy. They have different guys writing for their Who site. Who didn't bother to always, show up? Always a lot of good stuff on there on a daily basis. Scott Staff- so We're Scott Stafford. Where's, where's Stafford? John Reedy. Where's Reedy? <laughs> we left him out here on his own, on his own this evening. But, guys, let's wrap this for a little bit. Uh, we'll watch this fourth quarter and take okay. it from there. What do you say? All right. Good night. Thanks, Colin. See you next week. <laughs>